blowing this shit, man. Let's get it. Let it talk, but they don't know the facts. I'm cutting niggas off who don't know how to act. Bitch trying to line me up, so I tell her get back. Go play the lottery, got better luck with that. Before I fade the black, I'ma grind and run me up a sack. A nigga block my shots, you know that I'ma take it to the route. No time to relax, I know the system wanna see me trap. Ain't got no time to waste, these niggas fake, don't got that type of nap. These niggas acting on some goofy shit. You stupid niggas need to stop it, this is not the fucking way it is. It's funny how I know I'm truly lit. Cause niggas trying to get me back, but in the past they tried to do me quick. You see me flexing on some other shit. 007 getting hot, so pussy nigga get your oven mix. I just want the money, so my son get they got me out here like I'm Cardi getting guapping and I'm burning it. If I get big, I pass my brother in. Look at my family, yeah, they smiling, cause to me that's just another win. I cut her off, she on some stubborn shit. And I remember, I don't told me not to tell these hoes my government. It's over for you niggas, hallelujah to that friendly shit. Ain't even close to niggas that I went to elementary with. Fuck it, cause the money more important. Who I'm friendly with? A couple rowdy niggas, and you know they keep extending. These niggas they ain't trying to benefit you. When they just trying to look for anything in you that's gonna be beneficial. And ask these niggas. Cause I'm beneficial I put some bread up on your head And then it's over Cause my man will get you better run I'm just gonna rap man I just started writing shit for fun Started going off like I'm the book I'm playing for the sun Niggas trying to sniff you Only fuck with who I stand among That's my game for life That when we make it We gon' stay in front We gon' come and take over this town We children of the corn They hope it's gon' rain on us But we gon' make it through this strong Only reason niggas hate Cause they ain't on this shit We on It's a movie every day My game we making marathons Sick I'm addicted to this rap And it's like you're a wrong Ready told me Fuck my shit already this beat into his car. They call me James Bond, but I'm a villain like the Septicon. Paranoid, cause I've been sick before, so hold don't get me wrong. We looking like we chasing in your basement, how we hurting. They talk on Facebook, but they never talking right in person. I got this weight up on my head, feel like I'm wearing turbans. I'm hella drunk, snakes up in the water, they do serpents. You tell that nigga about his bitch, and I bet it's gonna hurt him. If she a thought, I see the signs, and then I start rehearsing. He said he getting all this money, yeah, I know I heard him. I had T Loco in the cut, I think that shit just hurt him. Uh. I think that shit concern him. I have the logo in the car. I think that shit concern him. I think that shit concern him. I have the logo in the car. I think that shit concern him. Uh huh. Uh huh. All right, and we are live. What is up? YouTube boxing family, podcasting family. For those of you that will watch this episode, it is I, K Rod7435 here, also known as Kiernan Rodriguez. Um, I'm back at it with another good boxing episode uh, for the podcast. And obviously, uh, like, um, um, obviously for the current um, live stream. And yeah, um, I'm going to recap on what happened with uh, last week's fights, and we'll probably talk about this week. I don't know who's fighting this week, but either way, uh, yeah, like I'm definitely looking forward to it. It's going to be a pretty interesting, you know, set of fights coming up. Um, I don't think anybody spectacular is fighting this week, but we will be expecting. Uh, I think uh, Ryan Garcia, July 9th. Or, no, 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 July 15th, and then uh, Mark McSayo, Um, I know he's fighting, like, July 2nd or July 9th, but I have to take a look at that because I'm almost sure that fight is coming up soon. But, yeah, uh, that's going to be happening on July 9th, yeah. So PBC has it on July 9th. All right, yep, that's at the Alamo Dome down in Texas. But I got my brother, Mr. Dive. Thank you for coming by. I appreciate you. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Oh. Uh, I don't think I can hear you. Yeah, can you? Am I good? Yeah, 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 yeah. Perfect, perfect. Okay, yeah, absolutely. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Um. Yeah, pretty much uh, what I'm going to go over for tonight, um, I was just going to recap off of um, last week's uh, fights, and we're just uh, basically just going to talk about this um, upcoming fights uh, that are coming up, and probably just talk about a couple fighters that are or uh, that have been uh, trending, and uh, that's uh, pretty much it. Yeah, so. Let's do it. All right, so um, I wanted to get your take on 
the past weekend's fight with uh, Jesse Bam Bam Rodriguez versus a sore um sore like a sore arm rugby side, right? Yeah, uh, it was you know it was a good fight. Uh, I picked Bam by decision initially, but a knockout you know didn't you know a knockout didn't surprise me because Sorung Bisai had you know he had been knocked out shit two or three times by people that were far inferior to Bam. I mean, if, for those of you that don't know, he lost his first two fights in the pros back to back by knockout. So you know him being knocked out at this level isn't necessarily shocking. But uh, no, he did well, did very well, exhibited a lot of skill. You know, he's fast. He's definitely the best 112-er. He's most likely the best at, you know, 115, but we got to see. So, yeah, man, you know, he did, he did his thing. It was good. You know, he showed out. Yeah, because um, I heard your previous takes of, like, how uh, some people are trying to, like, like um, overhype him or, or try to um, overhype him to make him something that he's not. And, uh, like, I want to say, Jesse, he can be good at higher weight classes, but – I wanted to like know your point of view. Do you think he could scale to higher weight classes, or do you think he should just keep himself at one fifteen and and uh, below? That's up to his team, uh, and that's highly dependent on the competition that's available. So, do I think he could compete at one eighteen? Yeah, but it depends on who he's fighting. Like people who say that Bam could compete with Nyoya anyway at any weight class, I'm gonna tell y'all right now, y'all are insane. Y'all really don't know what y'all talking about. No, I'm just I'm just keep real. Like y'all, y'all, y'all really don't know what y'all talking about, and you're gonna get him hurt. You're gonna get him severely fucked up. If if if, if is it okay to curse? Oh yeah, 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 perfectly okay. fine, perfectly. Yeah. I don't want to mess up the money, but uh, yeah, no, you're you're gonna you're gonna get uh Bam Bam severely. You're gonna get him severely harmed. Now, you know there are certain, you know there uh there there are, there are certain people. You know that he could beat at 118. Like shit, I got the I got the fucking um, I got the rankings right here. Uh, you know there are certain people he could take. Like shit, he might be able to take out Gary Antonio Russell, Gary Antonio Russell. To be honest, uh, the way he's looking, if he doesn't get his shit fixed, like people like Charlie Edwards, Jason Maloney, Casimero, yeah, he could definitely take them on. But you start talking about the anyways and shit. I mean, even Chocolatito at 115 might be sketch the way he performed last. So. You know, it's just y'all, 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 y'all got to let people's wins breathe and let them grow some. And, and and that's why Eddie Hearn, as soon as the fight was over, he was talking about bringing people up from 112. So it's like, clearly, they don't have the confidence y'all have. So, you know. Yeah, because I was just uh, thinking about that myself. And I think Jesse, he has skills, but I think he's no different from his brother, Joshua Franco. And I just think, honestly, like, Sooner than later, there's going to be like a time within his career where he's going to probably be tested by somebody that that um, we haven't heard of that could uh, 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 that could very well beat him. And I think uh, due to his skill level, um, he needs to be matched up with like like you know high level competition that is uh, just as um, young as him. Yeah. Um, now I I'm gonna disagree with him being his brother. Because I think Bam is 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 light years away from his brother. His brother is basic as fuck. Not to mention, <laughs> not 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 to mention one of the. I, I don't know if it was was it the fucking trilogy where he faked the headbutt because he got punched in his uh, eye. The second then, fight, second fight. That was the second fight. Yeah, that yeah. kind of shit, bro. Get out of here. Like once 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 he did that weak shit, I kind of wrote I kind of wrote his entire career off. To be quite yeah. honest, I'm like, I'm like, nah, bro, that's corny. That's, <laughs> I mean, I understand you're not supposed to lose the fight, but there was no headbutt. They even had replay in Nevada, and they couldn't find a headbutt. And you're over there crying like, oh, it was a headbutt, and then they could you, they couldn't even explain where it happened. You got punched in your eye and you lost. Yeah. So, so no, I'm, I, I'm not gonna, I'm, I think that's a little bit disparate. I'm not gonna say that Bam is his brother because Bam is way better than his brother. Bam will beat the shit out of his brother. Like yeah. that's 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 just that's just real shit. Uh, Bam's brother is basic, and Bam was on stage. Excuse me, Bam was on stage talking about my brother doesn't get enough respect because he doesn't deserve any. Like if yeah. anyway was still down there, he beat his ass too. Yeah, like, yeah. like Chocolatito <laughs> would get on his ass. So it's like, yeah, you know, you you know, yeah, nah. I mean, his brother. I don't even fucking. Mm-mm. I don't even talk about his brother. I thought uh Franco fights at um one eighteen. Uh, I get them fucking confused uh, uh, sometimes. Cause, so he's Jesse, and uh, his brother. Where the fuck is? I'm looking at these guys. Where the fuck is his brother? 
said you said he fights at one eighteen. Uh, hold on, let me take a look at it. Like, I'll just Google it, but I'm almost positive Franco he fights at one eighteen. Because if that's uh, the case, then Inoue would have had uh, fought him by now. Uh, actually, no, he fights a super flyweight. Okay, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Because I'm like, Inoue's at one eighteen, and Inoue would have been took his scalp, especially being on top rank. They would have been lined that sacrifice up. Yeah, so yeah, basically, he's, he's a WBA regular at uh, one fifteen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's exactly, bro. These bitch dudes, like, like, like again. I, I think that Chocolatito, like Bam, could beat Chocolatito. Am I saying he does beat him? Not necessarily. Chocolatito will beat Josh, uh, the professor's ass. Chocolatito will get on his ass right now. Yeah. Man. If anything, Bam needs to be fighting Fernando Martinez, the guy who got that uh that 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 upset win over Ancahas. Ancahas is a southpaw. He just fought a southpaw. Dude's young and undefeated. I'm sorry, you you guys can get mad, but Sarangbisai was washed as fuck, and it is what it is. He washed. He's washed. Yeah, yeah like on those fights, uh, I think I think honestly Jesse, he should go after those guys, and I would probably just test out the waters at 118. And then if that's probably not going to be successful, then I probably said just say stay at one fifteen or one twelve. But I like personally for me, like I like um I would like to see that the smaller weights taken out of boxing because I don't really see that the level of competition getting any different. And I think it's pretty like like how should I say? Uh, like it looks more deprecated uh, than it's uh, not supposed to be. I mean, it's just the reality is, is just when it physically, a lot of these dudes are built the same. A lot of these dudes are built the same. They have the same fucking dimensions. So a lot of them fight the same. It's just a lot of punches and, and you know, not that many knockouts. That's why dudes that show separation like Bam in any way get big up so hard because you're not used to seeing that at the lower weight classes. People don't want to admit that the lower weight classes are boring. They're boring. It is what it is. Like, like I'm sorry. Chocolatito is cool and all, but I don't want to watch 100,000 of his fights because they're all going to be the same. This is going to be these two little dudes slapping each other with a thousand punches and nobody going to sleep. And, and, and you know, that's, 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 the real, that's the reality of the situation. But nobody, like, nobody want to pay for that shit over and over and over again. Yeah, because I was just about to say, like, like theoretically, like, if there was, like, a consolidation and on weight classes, um, what's at the lowest, like, on weight class? that you would personally want to cut it down to me i think honestly everything under bantamweight can just disappear yeah and honestly that's being generous in in a perfect world everything under 135 would disappear because what kind of grown fucking man weighs around 120 pounds like that's not even real like yeah what are you gonna gonna say height discrimination (laughs) Like make make weight like this is, this is crazy, but no because the yeah. other the other weight classes have some historical significance, especially for young fighters. Like I said, just everything below one eighteen can just go away, and then you know then we have to weed some motherfuckers out. It'd be the it'd, it'd be much more competitive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I was just about to say. Because like, I don't know, like if you keep up with uh like on um, with a uh, BFTB. Uh, that um like uh, that um YouTuber, but basically he was saying like the same thing. Like all the weight classes from like 126 and under, that should be completely taken out. And honestly, it should just be anywhere from like the lightest to being lightweight all the way up to heavyweight, and maybe take out like you know like the middle uh, divisions, like the super middleweight division, and I guess like what the cruiserweight division and the bridgeweight. Well, honestly, Bridgerweight, all they really should have just called Bridgerweight classic heavyweight because before all these people were like seven, eight feet tall, they heavyweights used to basically be Bridgerweight dudes. Yeah, yeah. They, they used to be between five ten and like six three, weighing less than two hundred and fifty pounds. That's basically what heavyweight used to be. Yeah, because now, it's, now yep. it's giants. Yeah, because like the heavyweight division used to be like I think like like at least like 185 pounds, all the way up to at least 200, um, if not a little bit over. But yeah, like um, um, I agree. Like uh, the heavyweight division has massively grew, and like you know, like you see guys that are like six foot ten, you know, weighing in at like 275 or 280. 
Right. Yeah, it's it's all it's all a game of hype now. Not that that's not cool, but that's just what it is. And that's why, you know, you don't see as much elite boxing skill in heavyweights as you used to. Again, because of all the dimensions. They're long, they're lanky, and they're awkward. Yeah. Um, do you think that there should be a super heavyweight division? <sighs> I mean, shit. That sounds good, but then when you think about it, there would only be like three or four people even up there. Like, yeah, that's what I was about to say. Like, it's going to be like very limited. Yeah, it's going to be fucking like not even some of the taller guys are that big. Like, Hergovic isn't, he doesn't weigh that much. Uh, Jalalov <laughs> or whatever doesn't really weigh that much. It's just they're just tall. The only yeah. thing that would be at super heavyweight are like, I don't know, like Tyson Fury, Mack Truck, and like Jarrell Miller. Like, it'd be like the four of them. Yeah, um, I was gonna say like, I think I think honestly there should be like, I don't know like, I don't think it would probably even matter for heavyweight. But I mean, if it was to matter, like, would you want to see like a weight cap, like you know, um, like um limit to like make it easier for no. the size? No, heavyweight's cool. I mean, don't get me wrong, it is a it is a little crazy. Uh, if you weigh 201 pounds and you have to fight someone that's 300, that's why I think that bridger weight, that's why I think that if we eliminated the sperm weight classes underneath bantam weight, that would compensate for bridger weight even existing. Because like I said, I think bridger weight is perfectly fine. If you're like, you know, you're above cruiser weight and you're, you know, you don't want to fight dudes that are 275 pounds, okay, take your ass to bridger weight and, and, and go ahead. You know, it's not a big deal. <laughs> like people, people talk shit about Bridger weight, but then they act like they're watching the fucking 108 pound classes. Like, Shut the fuck up! Like no, nobody's watching <laughs> CP knockout fresh mark at on Wednesday at 3 a.m. fighting in Thailand. Nobody's watching that weak shit. No. <laughs> um, I was gonna switch to different fights, but what was your viewpoint on Mura Dijan Akhmadaliyev defeating Ronnie Rios? Mm. That was something I expected. I picked uh, MJ by decision. Of course, you know it didn't go. It didn't go that long. I mean, he got they stopped Rios on some buzzer beater type shit. Uh, you know, he had like thirty seconds left in the twelfth round. But no, I was expected. I mean, Ronnie Rios is three of his law. I mean, two out of his three losses at the time had come by knockout. He is not a super strong puncher, you know. And also, like I don't know, man. Like that COVID fucks people up. Like. I know Stephen Fulton made a full recovery from COVID, but like, provide uh, not providing a fucking um, what's the thing? Pavekin. There we go. Pavekin and Luke Campbell, they came back from COVID and looked like shit. And, yeah. And and, and I, I really don't know what happened. Like Ronnie Rios, if you watch his fight against Negrete, which is also in the zone, he was throwing all kinds of body punches. He was being aggressive. I understand MJ is not Negrete, but goddamn it, like. MJ is, is is not the most dynamic southpaw on the planet, and he kind of fights like fucking Beck the bully, you know, just one twos down the middle and then loop the right, you know, around it because he keeps his left hand low. Like what the fuck? And then go to the body and push him back. Like Ronnie yeah. Rios literally let his late replacement for his last fight do better than him. That dude who looked homeless was was putting the fucking heaters on MJ's ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're talking about that Peruvian dude. Yeah, so I'm just like, bro, like, I'm just like, man, all right, Ronnie, it's, it's time for Ronnie Reels to retire. Like, I like Ronnie Reels, but if, if this is how you acquit yourself in a championship situation for two belts, like, just, bro, just sit down. Yeah, because I really feel like MJ, he's a good fighter. Like, I like, like, I really do believe he's actually that good to, like, to beat some top-level guys, but... I think if that was like a cool boy Stefan there fighting like that, I think that wouldn't have been um, acceptable to us um, American hardcore fans that that have seen that type of like that type of uh, performance coming from um, Ronnie um, Rios. I mean, like, I don't want to give I don't want to disrespect MJ because he is a very talented fighter. But this nigga is not Lomachenko. I mean, Ronnie Rios is just Ronnie Rios. Like I said, he got knocked out twice by earlier by people that weren't even as good as MJ, and MJ almost took him 12. So, I mean, shit, that says a lot about both fighters, but this is post-COVID Rios. So that says a lot about MJ. And people thinking that, oh, MJ runs over Fulton. I'm like, all right, okay. 
It sounds good. Yeah. Um, do you think, uh, like, uh, do you think um, MJ has a chance to uh, potentially give a hard time with uh, Stephen Fulton if they were to fight? Hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean, it could, I mean, I wouldn't say anything exactly a 50-50, but it can definitely go either way. MJ has power. He's awkward. He's a southpaw. You know, he's kind of unorthodox. And also Fulton, you know, as much as he tries, fighting inside the pocket is not his gift. It's just not. And people and people got to accept that, like, oh, Scooter can do it all. Yeah, that's fine. Scooter can do it all. But the thing is, you don't want to be a jack of trades and a master of none. What happens when he meets a specialist? You see what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like, like, like he's, he's, a, he's the type of, like, he's not, like, he's not, like, I understand he trains with Jerron Dennis, but he's not Jerron Dennis. Jerron yeah. Dennis could literally fuck around and do everything. Scooter is not that person. And, and and it's important that Scooter realize that because if he plays around, he's gonna get fucked up. Like like yeah. like for like for example, if 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 Fulton fought Inoue, how he fought Brandon Figueroa, he would get stopped. Yeah. Yeah. So you can't. He would need to box him. Everybody. He would need to use his height. He um he would need to press him with body shots, and I would just honestly just um use that jab and just like you know ultimately uh like uh, crack him. You know, with uh, hooks and uppercuts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, I don't think, I don't think that nobody runs over anybody. But but currently, I have Fulton by decision. Well, that's just me. You know, anything could happen. I mean, shit, MJ, MJ can get a lucky hook off and end the whole fight. So we don't even know. Yeah, because like, I do believe MJ has power. But I don't think that's going to really help him because Fulton, he has a height and reach advantage. So, like, I think how that fight will play, you know, inside my mind at least, I think Fulton would just make him look very, you know, average and very um, ordinary. Well, that's cool. I mean, that's what I mean. Like, uh, like um, Fulton has been hurt. Like, Fulton, like, especially in the Angela Leo fight, he's been hurt. So yeah. that's, that's, that's what I'm worried about. Like, now, has he made adjustments to his inside game? Absolutely, but that's not going to work with everyone. Brandon Figueroa is, with all due respect, has the ring IQ of like a fucking like a gnat. Like he he literally grabs you, holds with one hand, and hits you, and then complains about the punch statistics. It's like, bro, you have two hands and you're only using one. Of course, you're only going to land at fifty percent. What the fuck do you expect? Like you're literally cutting your punches in half when you're holding with one hand and hitting with the other. So. Working on the inside against that dumbass is, you know, that's fine. But you go inside against someone that's going to use both hands, like 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 a Stan Jonas type person, that's yeah. dangerous. So like, you know, MJ will use both hands. Yeah. So, um, what would be the keys to victory for both guys? Um, um, if they were like, you know, like uh, going in there, you know, like uh, with the intention to actually like, like uh, like um, do some damage. Well, should I know Fulton got to have that jab active, got to maintain defensive responsibility, watch for MJ's left hooks of the body, definitely shoot the right straight like he did with Ramon, and then loop the right uh, loop the right hook in there because dude's a southpaw. I mean, shit, he might even be able to get that left hook working over MJ's jab because MJ doesn't really use his jab a lot. You know, for MJ, keep Stephen Fulton on the back foot, forward pressure, shoot that left of the body as often as humanly possible, and don't even waste time with a jab because if you're going to use, like, you're not gonna out jab the boxer, so go in there with hooks. Uh, you know, focus on the body to slow his feet down, and then just bomb him. Just bomb on him. Yeah. Yeah, like I definitely think uh, that fight's gonna be very interesting to watch, and I think it's probably just gonna be like um um it's gonna be like the same fight that Fulton had with Danny Roman, but just um um it's just gonna be like a more technical, devastating you know inside the pocket type of fight. Yeah, I mean, it, 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 that depends. Like, if Fulton uses his attributes, he can do MJ easy. It, it, like he can easily, because the thing is, MJ is one of those people that he he can punch, but he believes that he's a pure boxer. Fulton is the better boxer between the two of them. If MJ comes in there trying to box, he's going to lose. So he's going to yeah. be in a position where he has to bang. Fulton can use that to an advantage and just, make, and just embarrass his ass. But if Fulton tries to come in there trying to prove something and takes the wrong shot, He's gonna get done dirty. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, hopefully uh, they can make the fight next. Like I've been hearing that, you know, MJ, he wants uh, the uh, fight. But I believe uh, Fulton, he has to honor his mandatory with uh, Luis Neri. So, like, like hopefully after Fulton's done taking care of him, maybe he can go after MJ for um, um, Undisputed. I mean, it all sounds good, but we're dealing with Eddie Hearn and them, and this motherfucker had no confidence. He's like, oh, yeah, whatever Eddie Hearn says. I'm like, whatever Eddie Hearn says? What? <laughs> who, who, cares? who cares what Eddie Hearn is talking about? Do you want the fight or not? And, yeah, it just yeah, it sounded like some bullshit, so it's, they're going to be occupied. I mean, if MJ really wants it, he can just bring it to Persbit and then PVC if they can buy it, right? Nah, because person is only for mandatories, and you have, uh, yeah, like unifications aren't mandatory at all. You can, like, you have to decide to do that. So, uh, yeah. if, if you want to ask one of the sanctioning bodies for a Canelo treatment and have one of y'all make the other guy a mandatory defense, then yeah, but unless that happens, then nah, there's no, there's nothing we could do. Yeah, so MJ would have to leave Matchroom to try to make the fight. Yep, he'd have to leave with the straps. Oh, yo, that's crazy, man. I mean, shit, is this what Devin Haney had to do because Eddie Hearn was shitting the bet on the fight? So it is what it is. And that's how you decide who really wants the fight. Like, when you want the fight, you do what it takes to make it happen. When you don't want the fight, you're just going to sit there and be like, and cry. You know, it's, it's just like it's just like with Terrence Crawford and, and EJ. EJ has done everything necessary to make the fight. It wasn't until now that Terrence Crawford has finally started doing his part, which is why we're closer to getting the fight done. But now we're at another roadblock. So it's like, you know, like, because PBC has no issue making fights with other people. Like, people talk about their deployed protection island when they make fights with top rank all the fucking time. If Eddie Hearn wants to come and play ball, let him play ball. If he doesn't, then he gets to this dumbass over there and, and, and deal with the fucking investigation. Yeah, because, I mean, like, like personally for me, like, it shouldn't be that difficult to make the fight because it's two consenting parties, so the promoter should not be the middleman preventing the big fight happening. I mean, they have to, like, manage money and expectations and plan things and stuff, but, yeah, no, nah, these bitch dudes, these bitch dudes, they, they, like, especially Eddie Hearn, whose matchmaking is absolute horrific garbage. Whenever he gets his fighters' hands on a belt, he try he tries to make, especially now that he, he's getting his champions wasted, he tries to save them for the highest check humanly possible. So like he like yeah. he probably he probably wouldn't fucking sacrifice MJ unless like anyway came up and they were gonna do like some fucking I don't know some fight in Vegas or some shit. But even then, anyway's not <laughs> even a fucking megastar anyway. So I don't know. Fucking yeah. Um. I was going to talk about the other fights that were on the card. Uh, um, um, what was your thoughts on Raymond Ford feeding, you know, Ricky uh, Medina? <sighs> I'm going to keep it real. Raymond Ford seems like a good dude. But I'm going to say he talks a little bit too much shit for the skill set that he brings to the table. Now, he schooled that dude. That's perfectly fine to say but i will say i am not completely sold on the fighter that is raymond ford yet he shows some skill he shows some speed he lacks a little bit of power because he's the pure boxer and but he does not show enough separation for me to be talking about his name like real serious at like 130 or like 120 where the fuck he fights yeah like i like it like like raymond if, if you talking about shakur or, or 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 like fucking or like Ramirez or like anybody real, even like Zordito or some shit. I'm gonna need you to calm down, okay? I'm gonna need you to fucking relax. Cause I don't, yeah. cause I don't know, bro. Like you gotta prove some. So like, what's up the next fight that you would like to see him in? Shit, I don't know. I mean, I mean, like whoever they got over there, Matchroom, they got no shortage of random ass dudes to tighten his ass up some. I mean, they've been giving him difficult opponents. I'll give him that. He's been getting, like, multiple undefeated dudes. So that's good. That's some good experience. But, you know, they, they got some people over there that could tighten his ass up. I mean, even if there are no names, just keep him busy. Get him some paper. And then when he's ready to, you know, play some legitimate ball, he can he, he, he got to leave because eventually the zone's talent runs out. 
you got to go to the other places. Like, you might have to go to Top Rank. You might have to go to PVC. And that's on him. But I recommend he just hang in there and make his little money and do whatever. So I would say stay away from guys like Mauricio Lara. <laughs> uh, wait, Mauricio who? Uh, Mauricio Lara, that uh, Mexican dude. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah, hell no! Yeah, no, nah, don't. Uh, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. yeah. See, that's exactly what I'm talking about. No, no. Yeah, be my Mexico, be the black guy. That that dude, that dude, that dude will lose. That dude will lose all like eleven rounds and then crack you in your shit in the twelfth and end the whole fight. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm talking about. Cause yeah. Right? Cause like two fights ago, Raymond looked like shit. He, he was getting beat up. Yeah, Raymond. Honestly, like I'm gonna be dead honest, but I feel like anybody that has a good, powerful jab to like keep Raymond uh, discomforted, I think I think Raymond like will definitely get stopped. Because I just don't see his power really keeping, you know, a lot of guys like you know off of him. And I feel like the only reason why he's never been put to that level is because nobody's actually pressing him to actually make him feel uncomfortable to the point where Raymond he's in survival mode. Yeah, yeah, and and also and, and about that survival mode, as we've seen in his last two fights before this one. His his method of survival isn't good. It's not good. He 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 backs up toward the ropes. He does the half-ass Philly show, barely blocks any goddamn punches. His head movement is telegraphed. He can't fight off the back foot. Like there's just there's a lot of holes, man. There's there's a lot of holes. And he was like I said, two year two fights ago, he was in there fighting like shit. And so you know he, he got tightened up. He got tightened up. Yeah. I mean, I don't really want to see him in there with with um any top twenty five fighter. Fuck no, but I would definitely, you know, build up off of what the top 100 guys. I think, I think personally, like, I think like like a good set of next opponents would be like a guy like maybe Adam Lopez or maybe like a Jordan Gill or go after Kobe Abridi or like I don't sure. know like Jordan Gill. You saw his last fight. He would fuck around and knock Ford smooth the fuck out of here. I'm just saying because Jordan Gill, he's not too much of like a power puncher, but if Raymond can handle that type of you know level of fighter, then I think that's a good decent fight. Yeah, I mean, no, if, it, if that's good smoke, if it could be made, but I'm just saying, like, that's not shit. That's not that's not like sweet. That, that's not like oh he's the that's not like oh he's guaranteed gonna run him over. Like no, he can fuck around and catch you. And not to mention one thing that Jordan Gill is good at. Is being on the ropes, avoiding punches, a skill that Ford fucking needs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, because, because you know, in 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 that exchange, even though you know he was kind, of, even though he was getting dropped and shit, he was he was Philly shelling his ass off on those ropes. Like most people didn't give him enough respect for that, but he was he was dodging a lot of those punches. He was he was working on the ropes. Yeah, because I like Jordan Gill. I think I think Jordan Gill is a very tremendous talent, but I think I think his skill set is really. Like, how should I say? He knows, like, he knows, like, uh, what he's doing, but he needs like the veteran level opposition to, like, to actually like know where, like, uh, where he's at at that level. Right. I mean, well, Jordan Gill is a fringe fighter because he just didn't get that much promotion, especially here in America. But like that, when he knocked that random dude smooth out, oh my, my brother, they they all notice now. They 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 on notice. Like, I'm not saying Jordan Gill's some world beater, but he's one of those dudes where if you don't take him seriously, you might lose. Yeah, he's like a to me. He's like an Ugas type dude. If if you don't take Ugas seriously, he's gonna beat you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He got the um um. He got that it factor. Yeah, he's just you know he's not super special at a lot of things, but he's a good technical fighter. He has good skills, good ring IQ, and if you're not taking him seriously, you'll fuck around and either accidentally lose a decision. Or like you saw with that dude, get knocked smooth the fuck out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Hopefully, um, we can see, you know, the progression of Raymond's, you know, career. But I think, I think for now, he just needs to keep building and just keep getting like little progressional, you know, veteran level talent before we can say like, you know, Raymond's ready for like a world title. 
Yeah, I mean, shit. If if the world title opportunity is there, I always say push him into it because if you lose, you lost to a champion. If you win, you won a championship. So that I don't really care about age, but if it's going to take him some stepping stones to get to world champion, he's going to have to break out the lubricant and kind of break him in some because it's, you know, it's, yeah. Uh, like I said, I hope, he, I hope he proves me wrong. I hope he proves me wrong. But, you know, yeah. the reality is, you know, <laughs> it's just, it is <laughs> Yeah, like I really wish um, Ford had, like, like um, had a power, like, uh, um, like uh, similar to uh, Gervonta Davis because, if he had power and he was just like blowing dudes out like like very quickly with his boxing ability, then I think Raymond Ford would be like a absolute savage. Like like he would be he would like he could actually potentially be beating everybody right now at one twenty six. I mean, for me, it's not even a power to be honest. If his if if any one factor of him was excellent, I would give him the nod to go ahead. But it's just that. He doesn't do anything excellent, you know. Like the speed is great, not excellent. the The punch selection is great, not excellent. The defense is cool, not like you know what I'm saying. So yeah. it, he just like I don't know. Like I'm just not sold. Like Montana Love, I said I'm definitely not sold on it. He fucking proved me right. Montana Love ain't getting ready to do shit. Yeah, but but, uh, <laughs> but, but yeah, Raymond Ford, like I said, I'm just not sold. Yeah. Um, would you say that the same thing with uh, Nikita um, Ababi? Well, I mean, I was never sold on Nikita Ababi because he hadn't proved shit. He's had like what eight fights total? He's fucking nobody. Yeah, he has like twelve fights. Yeah, um, he, after yeah, he's not even. I mean, he. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. His last fight, he's had eight months off. He looked like ass over here. So, I mean, don't get me wrong. He beat the dude and got the United <laughs> decision, but. I'm not like, oh shit, Nikita versus all all these people. Like, I mean, <laughs> like nah. I yeah. <laughs> you need to go ahead and, and get some more fucking experience before I go ahead. Like, like this is what I'm talking about. Like, they started to rate him super high because he got a few knockouts. I'm like, who are these niggas he was knocking out? Who are these people? <laughs> and, then, and then nobody could tell me. Now some people are like, oh yeah, you know, we need to see some more. I was like, yeah, bro, you can't go everybody off of. A few good performances. You gotta look at these niggas, man. Yeah, man, that's very funny. Cause like, like, I like White Chocolate. I think he's a very, like, you know, semi-talented fighter. But uh, the minute I heard him getting called out by Austin Williams, and I was like looking at the progression between both of them, I'm just like, yeah, I think uh, Nikita has a lot of climbing to do. But keep him away from Austin Williams, cause. I think Austin would just absolutely crush him, but you talking about Nikita? Yeah. He fights a middleweight? Yeah. Oh shit. I totally forgot he fights a middleweight. Man, he shit, bro. Like he 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 could he could do some he could do some damage, don't get me wrong, but yeah, like people like Austin Williams, bro, they'll get on his ass like shit at yeah. this point. I think maybe even Eubank Jr. probably get on his ass. Shit, I might even I might even have to like uh, agree with that because uh, just on the way how he fights, he fights so basic, and I feel very, very, you know, how should I say, nervous, like, of, like, I'm um, actually watching that, because I feel like one of these days, um, he's going to get knocked out doing that. <laughs> I mean, he's quick. He's got good head movement. He's got a good jab. You know, his his punch selection, I mean, his power's cool. His punch selection needs some work, but, again, this is just another dude, random dude, hasn't put in really an ounce of work. And we haven't seen shit from him. He got a lot of early publicity because he knocked some random dudes out and people were trying to ride him. And then the pandemic hit and then he stopped fighting because he had personal issues. And then it's funny because Ammo was more impressive coming up, but he didn't get the same respect. And we treated Ammo like we should treat everyone. He's cool, but we got to see. And then he fought Dennis Duglin and we were like, okay, so he's not perfect. There are some vulnerabilities. I'm not going to lie. Ammo did some fuck shit. When he fought Dennis Douglas, he was doing some dumb shit, and he almost paid for it. Yeah. So you know, we got to we got to we got to work out the kinks on these dudes, and, and and I'm not just gonna sit here and you know go to everybody. Some of these dudes show a lot of promise, but then some of these dudes need work. Like like when you talk about people like Shakur Stevenson, it's obvious he can compete at the world level. It's obvious the separation is ridiculous. 
like people like that, people like Devin Haney, people like Subra Matias, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, it's obvious they have what it takes because the separation in in an area is ridiculous. Yeah. Whereas these regular dudes, they look like some regular ass dudes, and they need to fight some people. Yeah. Um, I was gonna talk about Devin Haney because he said something very, very interesting, and I don't know if you can agree with it, but. He said, if Javante wants to get the fight with me, um, I'm obviously just uh, just um, paraphrasing. Um, he can basically, like, you know, tell Floyd to go to go get that fight made. And I'm not too sure if, like, um, um, if the news was correct from uh, what I heard. But I think the WBA, they could, like, mandate that fight, right, to be made? Uh, Yeah. They they could they 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 could at any time, uh, if they wanted to. But then again, it's a matter of Floyd and them taking the fight. Because knowing them, if the WBA did that, they would just drop the belt. They would just be like, mm, "Nah, we're not fighting this dude because money and attendance and blah blah blah, all the usual bullshit that Leonard Ellerby says." And then they can go on about their merry way doing what they've been doing. So you're not gonna force Tank to fight anybody. It's it's hey, what's up, Isaiah Felix? It's up it's up to it's up to them. Like you're not yeah. gonna. You're not going to force Tank to fight anybody because, like Mayweather and them already said, they don't give a fuck about the belts. So the Reggie, they'll, they'll drop that shit, no problem. They're like, man, whatever. Yeah, because I'm, like, starting to, like, look at Gervonta, like, very funny. And I don't know if it's true just, like, like uh, just from, like, my own perspective, but I feel like Gervonta is, like, avoiding Devin. Like, I don't, I don't think Gervonta wants Devin Haney problems. Uh, hmm. I'm not going to say he's outright avoiding Devin right now. Do I think he probably has in the past? Yeah, sure. But right now, no. I think, I mean, he claims that he wants winner of Cambosis Haney, and he knows they got to fight twice. So at this point, I'm putting Tank in the Will C category. But I'm going to tell you this. If Tank's next fight <laughs> is not a certified 135 or like somebody dope, like, like 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 Frank Martin or El Rayo or fucking um let me let me see what the guy um Michelle Rivera I don't I don't even like that fight to be honest because Michelle Rivera has been dropped by trash so I'm like that I don't even like that not to yeah, 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 yeah. break yeah. Ali's real grandson's damn neck uh <laughs> real real talk he should be trying to make the Lomachenko fight if we're, if we're being if we're being honest he should really be pushing for that fight and I don't want to yeah. see him fight punk ass Ryan Garcia because Ryan Garcia is he's not good he just runs his mouth he's gonna get put to sleep and then it's gonna be funny <laughs> like that's that's trash like he could fight Jojo Diaz like just just somebody and, yeah, and I, you know, and Jojo I Diaz God. like uh like um I think I think that's a good like a pay per view level fight. That's what I'm saying. And like I said, if, yeah. his, if his next fight isn't certified, I'm bro, I'm gonna be on tank ass, man. I'm tired of like he's good, he's great, but I'm tired of people saying that he beats everybody's ass and he fights Roly. Like, stop. Yeah. Yeah, because personally, like I don't even like um um I don't even view Gervonta as like a three division world champion. Like, like 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 to be honest, like to be actually consistent, Gervonta is really like a one division world champion because the belts that he got at one thirty-five and one forty, they were just basically secondary, like uh, like uh, belts. So, I mean, you know, that is, you know, that is what it is. Uh, oh, sorry. Uh, I mean, yeah, that that's that's an opinion that people have. Some people validate the secondary titles because of like Triple G was known for making mostly title defenses with secondary titles, and some people don't. That's cool. But you know, Tank is an exceptionally gifted fighter. Has very few fundamental flaws. He's fast. He's strong as hell. He punches super hard. He's he's a draw. He's great. He's all that cool, good. But it's time you start fighting some niggas we've heard of. Okay, yeah. fucking Isaac Cruz. I, I, Isaac Cruz. Like nobody gave a fuck until Tank mentioned him. They were talking about that Mike Tyson bullshit, and then and, and then and then the minute and, and, and then the minute. He fucking got signed with Tank. Everyone threw him in the trash. So it's like, man, come on, bro. Like, we just need some competitive fights. Like I said, he should be calling Lomachenko out right now. Yeah. And I think that's a very good move for Gervonta's next fight because if Floyd and Leonard can get that fight made, I'd probably say, like, let's try to get it made by September or October 
that's going to be a really, really, really good fight because that'll be coming around hopefully for Spence and Bud. And I personally think that's a Super Bowl type of uh, fight. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, like I said, he's, he's talking shit, and I'm going to hold him to it. I'm going to hold him to it. As soon as Devin Haney get finished with this bullshit and, 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 and finish off top rank, hopefully he goes to 140, they can meet at 140. And, and, and fight over and, and fight or if you know because i don't know how long Devin haney is going to stay at 135 i definitely recommend if he's going to fight punk ass lomachenko drag his ass up to 140 because he doesn't deserve shit he does he doesn't deserve titles he doesn't deserve anything for all the <laughs> he's, he's the reason why the division is fucked up in the first <laughs> so so, duck, so, duck, duck, duck. Right, so so damn man i'm, I'm tired man. i'm tired of these bitch dudes he, he held up the division he fucked around see a female held it up and then th- those two are beltless losers they don't deserve shit. Oh, uh, yeah. Let's talk about Tiafimo, man. Like, did you, like, hear, like, uh, what Tiafimo said the other day about, like, like Devin and Tank? Um, he basically said that he got screwed over for, like, Tank to, like, basically be lined up to, like, to, like, basically fight Devin. And he basically got robbed by uh, Cambosos, so that way Devin can be um, um, undisputed. <laughs> I mean, like, ah, that shit sounds good, but then again, Cambosos wasn't even trying to fight Devin. So I, I don't think I need to tell everyone here that Tiafimo Lopez is an idiot. And, 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 and it's not that he's like a naturally stupid person. It's just he's ignorant to a lot of stuff. And the shock of by somebody that nobody knew and being completely embarrassed is probably like some trauma he's going to have for the rest of his life. But like nobody was setting up Devin Haney to win because he wasn't even going to get the fight. Lomachenko was going to get the fight until Putin decided otherwise. So yeah. that, that's that's dumb in and of itself. But if Tiafimo was really on some shit, he would be calling those people out. But instead, he went up to 140 because he's oh, that's going to make so much of a difference. Like, All right, motherfucker. Yeah, we'll see. And then you're again, you're fighting some dude we've never heard of. Like, 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 you want to give fucking once Subra Matias is done with this Ponce dude, get Tiafimo ass in there, get Tiafimo ass in there, and then see what he can actually do. <laughs> and, and, and if he doesn't go in there and get oh wasted, then I'll give him some credit. You like to put Subra Matias into the conversation? <laughs> no, because he's he's one of the primary people at 140. Like it's him, Gary Ant, uh, Gary Antoine, yeah, Gary Russell, Antoine Russell, Josh yeah. Taylor, and I know they're not fighting. They, they that fight's not happening. Possibly Regis program, maybe. He's with Probellum doing fuck all. So the like like Super yeah. Matias, Gary <laughs> Gary Antoine Russell are like one some of the only people we can talk about. Like there's Jose Cepeda, there's Jose Ramirez, there's Pedraza, but those dudes are kind of you know B level and not in the in the champ conversation right now. No. I think yeah. Zapata is fighting Josh Taylor, but we don't know. We we don't know. Yeah. Um, how do you how do you see Tiafimo scaling at one forty? Do you do you think he can get like like uh, get some potential victories? I mean, yeah. See, I'm not gonna say Tiafimo Lopez isn't a skilled fighter. I'm not basing his skill level off of beating Lomachenko because, with all due respect, I didn't think Lomachenko was white Jesus. But um, <laughs> but but no, he's a skilled fighter. He definitely has power. It's just a matter of if he's going to take his training seriously and actually learn, and and, and actually learn some damn punch application and how to de- and how to defend himself. Like his defense is is, is fucking like his defense is the damn offense. To to keep it a hundred, his his defense his defense is his offense because that whack ass Philly shell ain't blocking shit. I don't, I don't know who taught him that, but Jesus Christ, he he really needs to stop. Yeah, all I'm gonna say is that if he gets beat beat up really bad like he did with Cambosos, he's probably gonna get like a doctor stoppage type of um type of um loss. So <laughs> I just don't see his face holding up at one forty. I think I think it's gonna be too big enough for him to get cracked and then he's just gonna start bleeding like a hose. I mean, cause he's still signed with top rank. He's gonna blast this dude out, but I remember like just the competition they were talking about giving him was fucking annoying. Like, they were talking about, uh, shit, who the fuck were they talking about? They were talking about this random ass dude who can't punch for jack shit. They were talking about, um, Arnold Barboza. I'm like, bro, like, yeah, Barboza, he's Barboza, like, um... oh, uh, like, I'm sorry. 
No, I was just gonna say they were talking about Arnold Barboza like he was gonna be like some supreme child. I'm like, bro, Arnold Barboza is B tier. He, yeah. he is regular yeah. and he can't even punch. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was gonna need to add him about Barbosa. He's gonna fight that Puerto Rican guy, Danielito Zaria. That's on uh what July something. Uh I think July twenty-third. Oh, that's good. I mean, I'm glad on about being active. I have yet to hear of the of the person that um I have yet to hear of the person that he's fighting, but I'll watch some tape, I suppose. Yeah, um I know that he's fighting Danielito, so but I'm not too sure if that's like that's still in the works, but I'm pretty sure that's probably gonna happen. Um I'm actually looking at box rec. Yeah, he's fighting him uh, uh July fifteenth. Yeah. Uh that's out in uh, California. Hmm. Well Yeah, no, that sounds that sounds good. Like I said, I'm I'm glad Barbosa's active, but he's not a good challenge for Tia Fimo. Tia like in, in the war and the worst part is is that with Tiafimo's skill set and, and, and state of mind, like he, that was a 50 50 fight. And that's sad because Barnabar Barboza, when it comes to Tiafimo, I think Tiafimo's far better than Barboza. But the way Tiafimo was acquitting himself, it was just like, bro, like it's hard to bet on him. Yeah. It's just like, maybe, like oh, man. I want to, I want to, like, um, um, I want to even bet on Tiafimo. Like, if he fought somebody like, like somebody like Gary Antoine Russell. Oh, see, okay, yeah, now nah, that, now nah, Gary Antoine Russell is, is too much. Like, not only is Gary Antoine Russell get big, but he's faster, he hits hard, decent defense, punch selection better. Like, nah, I'm not see if he even we're not gonna do nothing with like the top five people. Like, I think Josh Taylor probably decision him. I think Subaru Matias probably knock him smooth out of here. Um, I think Antoine Russell probably decision him. Um, uh, you know if. Like the top dudes, like nah, man. I don't like Jose yeah. Zapata might knock his ass out at this point, and I think Regis Program beat his ass. Yeah, Zapata, Zapata would beat uh, 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 the um, living breaks off of him. I want to, I want to even think twice about that. <laughs> it's just absolute domination. Um, I was gonna cover uh, the last. Uh, Topic for uh, Mark McSayo versus Ray Vargas. Um, oh, what's yeah, your thoughts on that? that shit? <laughs> yeah, I think Ray Vargas can uh, knock him out. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's possible. The only thing I see going wrong is McSayo getting that left hook off. Ray Vargas is vulnerable for that, but outside of that, I think Ray Vargas is going to decision him. I think because you know because Max Isle is vulnerable, he takes a lot of punches. So I don't think I don't think Ray Vargas gonna stop him, but I think he is gonna style on him, probably whoop his ass and get a decision off him because Max Isle is a fucking fraud, and you know it, it is what it is. He got that win over uh, Gary Russell because he hurt his shoulder or whatever, and that's cool. But Ray Vargas is is, is overdue that he gets some respect. He's thirty five and zero, and no one talks about him. You know he has twenty two knockouts, so I think it's good he's gonna get this championship off this dude and then make some good fights afterwards. Yeah, but don't forget, uh, our brother, Mr. Frank Martin, is facing Gervonta Davis's uh, former opponent, um, Ricardo Nunez. That's going to be a good fight. I can't wait. That does sound good. But um, how do you see that fight playing out? Uh, I mean, you know, I see Frank Martin doing his thing. I don't think that uh, I think Frank Martin is one of the top people in the division. So you know, if you know, if he doesn't stop him, I, I think he's definitely gonna cruise to a dominant decision. Yeah. <laughs> Personally for me, like I think he's gonna stop him. Like, you know, um like um late. I think I think uh, Nunez is gonna try everything to try to knock him out, but I think he's gonna fail and I think I think uh like um Martin's just gonna break him down, you know, with his boxing. And then uh Nunez is just gonna fail. Um, into the late game. Yeah, I I agree, and I especially I especially like how whenever Frank Martin gets mad, he'll just he'll throw his combination that are pretty pitter patter like light, and he'll just load up on one punch out of nowhere, like he did with fucking Duno. Duno 
was oh, yeah. the overhand right, and then out of nowhere, he just loaded <laughs> up a punch to drop him. And I was like, oh, yeah, I like that. Yeah, he crushed his whole phase, man. <laughs> I felt bad for him, but. Oh, Not to God. mention he has Derek James in his corner, so that's an asset. Yep. Um, I was going to ask about um, Mr. Rashidi Ellis. He's coming back um, on this card. Uh, do you uh, do you think he's gonna do uh, do well with this opponent? Now, who the fuck is he fighting again? He's fighting this Argentinian dude named um, um, Alberto Pal- uh, Palmetta. Hmm. Well, Argentinians are notoriously tough. They have good chins and throw a lot of punches. But so does Rashidi. He's most likely faster than this person. That's for sure. So you know he should decision him if not stop him. I've never heard of this person, but it, it should yeah. be a decent comeback fight for Rashidi. But I know Rashidi. I know he's trying to make up some lost money because of um, you know him being on the bench at Golden Boy. But he's talking about Duran Ennis. I'm like, bro, calm, calm the fuck down. Okay, it's, it, you you need to maybe get a fight or two in, and you'll still lose, but at least you need to make this shit competitive. This is like, oh, like people just think Duran Ennis is a game, like a joke. I'm like, all right, bro. And then when you get in there and you get hit with that shit, I don't want to hear nothing about oh he just came to lay down for a check. He was like, no, he got hit in the fucking head. Yeah, because I'm looking at this guy's um, record, and Alberto, he's 17-1. and He's been knocked out once in his career out of his only loss, but he has 12 knockouts out of his uh, um, 17 wins. So I guess he has a little bit of punch. It's, it's a comeback fight. He's not supposed to. He's not supposed to get in there and really test Rashidi. Rashidi been off for the longest. You know, it's 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 kind of it's like it's, it's they don't want to do like a matchroom. Like they put Cordell Booker, who hadn't fought, who like fights once a year, in there with fucking Ammo Williams, and they're like, oh my god, he knocked out Cordell Booker in two rounds. I'm like, bro, not only has he had a bunch of injuries, but he's been inactive as fuck. Like that's not nah. So this is this is a good. Thing for Rashidi, and like I said, if Rashidi want to fight Jerron Ennis next, and Jerron Ennis is with it, hey, I'm all with it. But I don't want to hear shit about how Rashidi was inactive and he just came for a paycheck and da 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 when he gets hit upside the head with that shit. Yeah, because I say at this point he needs like all the best fights he can get because you know you're 29 years old and I think at this point this is where his prime's gonna kick in. So I definitely agree with getting two to three fights in and then maybe try to test test those dangerous you know waters with uh Jaron Ennis. I mean yeah yeah I mean at one point people were talking about Rashidi like he was Jaron Ennis like he's the future of welterweight and da 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 so that's a good fight I'm not gonna talk shit if it gets made I'm just saying I, I don't want to hear I don't want to hear any bullshit when 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 Rashidi gets when Rashidi gets cracked upside his fucking head I don't want to hear it it's, it's a good-ass win. He's an undefeated prospect and was touted as one of the best welterweights at the time Jerron fought him. Yeah. I mean, shit, I pick Rashidi Ellis to beat up Keith Thurman right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would, I would, like, I would definitely favor him. Um, I, I was going to say uh, Brandon Figueroa, he's, um, um, he's on this card as a co-main event. He'll be facing Carlos uh, Castro. Do you, uh, like, uh, do you see this fight being a very difficult matchup? Ooh, yeah, I do. Yeah, definitely. Carlos Castro and Brandon Figueroa. I mean, they both gonna take some damage. Uh, hopefully, Brandon Figueroa's improved his boxing skill. I, I picked Brandon Figueroa to win. He could stop Carlos Castro the way he fights, but I think it's gonna go to a decision. And I got Brandon Figueroa on that one, especially moving up a weight. He should be good. Yeah, because I think Brandon's power is gonna start scaling higher. Cause like I don't I don't see all these knockouts at 122 being uh, decisive, and I think I think of anything Figueroa he's more of a he's more of like a natural like featherweight or or super featherweight to say the least. Right. Yeah. Now, um, and also let's keep it a buck. Really, he was moving up because he heard anyway coming up there. That's uh, that's that's. I'm gonna just I'm gonna keep it a hundred, and I'm sorry for Brandon Figueroa. He heard Inoue was coming for somebody ass, and he didn't want it to be his. He's like shit. And now that I don't have belts, Inoue might use me as his introduction to the weight class. Nope, I'm gonna go up one. That's 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 really the reality of the situation. I mean, I know he's at PBC, and Inoue is at fucking, you know, uh, top rank slash the Japanese promoter, whatever the fuck they got over there, but. 
you know, he didn't want to be accused of ducking either. So I really believe that's why he decided to go up as well, because anyway, we'll knock him the fuck out. Yeah, because I looked at his box rec fights. Um, He's only fought at Bantamweight for, for like a fight or two, but ever since then, he's been keeping it at super, super Bantamweight. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, yeah. Like I said, I'm not saying he's not talented, but he has the same holes. He he has the same holes as his brother. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like I can't wait to see uh, um, Omar Figueroa go up against um, um, Adrian Broner. <laughs> it's gonna be funny. Yep, two two wash dudes, except that uh, Omar had a bad stoppage with Abel Ramos, so he's definitely got to come back from that. He's definitely got to make some adjustments. I hope that Adrian Boner learns that he needs to punch to win fights, or else I'm going to fucking fall asleep. Yeah, so anyway, man. But um, I think that's about it. Uh, do you have any closing words to uh, to um, wrap things up? or? Um, no, not particularly. What fights are this weekend? What, what do we have this weekend? Uh, we don't have anything this weekend, but oh shit! I wow. know, I know. Next weekend, hold on. Uh, I know. Next weekend is uh, um, what you call it? I think Pro Box, right? Yeah, yeah. Pro Box is uh, next weekend. I know that because uh, there's like a card where, um, I believe uh. Uh, there's like a bunch of fighters fighting on that card, uh, but I need to like um actually take a look at it. Oh wait, actually no. Uh, Pro Box is on July 9th, and then yeah, that uh, that same day is Mark McSayo versus um who's that other guy? Ray Vargas, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah, and then the week after that will be Ryan Garcia, and then July 23rd will be. Oh shit! Who's fighting July twenty third? Ryan Garcia has another fight. Oh, it's with Javier Fortuna. Never mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's July fifteenth, but July twenty third. Who's fighting on July twenty third? Shit. Yeah. (laughs) Wait, uh, but I'll uh, take a look at it and I'll send it to you. But um, yeah, pretty much. uh, Like uh, this week for boxing is actually pretty bad. Like, like uh, there's like no fights going on. But uh, the week. After that should be better for Mark McSayo and the Pro Box TV card that'll be that'll be there. And then Ryan Garcia is I think July fifteenth or sixteenth. And then yeah, after that, that's pretty much it. And then Danny Garcia, he fights on July thirtieth. I know that. Oh yeah. I'm looking forward to that. I think Danny Garcia is gonna knock that dude out. Uh, Jose Benavidez Jr. Yeah. Knock him out. <laughs> yeah, I think I think Danny's gonna crack him, and I think yeah. I think he could. Yeah, I think I think he could easily beat the living crap out of him. Yeah. Oh, Tiafima Lopez, he's fighting that Pedro Campa guy. Uh, that's on August thirteenth. Uh, right. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, and then Usyk and Joshua, that's on August twentieth. Uh, mm. Oh and yeah. Then, <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ, Anthony Judge. I'm putting no money on that retarded mother. I ain't putting no money on that dude. He's yeah, nobody, nobody's not gonna watch up. He's fucking heartless. I don't Screw that, man. But no, that's all I got. Yeah, yeah. So that's pretty much it. Uh, uh, do you have anything to say to the audience about where they could find you and everything? No, no, I'm, a, I'm a nobody. But for the most part, y'all can find me on Twitter. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty much most active there. And no, uh, thank you very much for having me, Crowd, and you know, look forward to the next one. If I, you know, if I'm able to make it. Yeah, most definitely, man. I appreciate you, and um, I can't wait to do like another show. Yep. All right, have a good one. All right, thank you, man. Bye. Yep. All right. Uh, thank you guys for watching this episode of K Rat Sports and Gaming Universe podcast. Um, also, shout out to the mighty, mighty LDBC. Appreciate every single one of you guys that come through. Um, even for like, the fewest people that have come on here, shout out to um, Isaiah Felix, uh, shout out to Bruce Gass, shout out to Tim Muzzy, aka Mr. Skywalker, and shout out to Dehab, and and shout out to everybody. Um, be sure to check me out on my podcast or um, um, anywhere else that I like. You know, keep my name um, active, and 
Yeah, that's pretty much it, man. Uh, there's really no fights going on for this week. Uh, actually, wait. I think Joe Joyce, he's actually fighting this week. Yeah, he is. Um, Joe Joyce, he's actually fighting Christian Hammer uh, the, uh, uh, this weekend. So if you guys want to go check out on some British boring boxing, that is definitely for you. <laughs> and then after that, uh, there's uh, Marius Breedis at, at Cruiserweight. He's going to be defending his title against Jai Opitaia. I don't know who he is, but that's not really a fight that I really care. And yeah, that's pretty much it, man. I mean, I don't, I don't really have anything else to really say. But yeah, I'll just keep you guys updated. Um, I think sooner than later, I'm supposed to get together with uh, Zarina McCoy. Um, me and her will chop it up very soon one day. Um, and yeah, I'll uh, definitely catch you guys around. Thank you guys for coming through. And yeah, salute to the mighty, mighty LDBC. And that's about it, man. Thank you guys. And I'll see you guys later. Thank you. Bye.